It's episode 129 of Leading Ladies of Corpus Christi, and I'm sitting in a Zoom meeting with the creator and owner of Bangle and Babe, Ashley Seahorn. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So I met you, it was very brief because I was still kind of like new to this, and I met you, it was back pre-pandemic, and Wes was having a mixer and it was yeah. at, oh, what is that place called off Everhart? Um, um, Hard Knocks. Hard Knocks. Yeah, that's where yes. I met you. And um, yeah. I was be like super nervous. And I was like, hey, I have a podcast. I'd really like to have you on. And then kind of just, I don't know. I was so nervous about it. And so I don't even know how long it's been. I think that was in like 2019. So it's been almost two years later that I finally yeah. have you on. Uh-huh. Yeah, golly, girl. I know. You went a lot. Yeah, it's... Uh, Yeah. And like I said, I've always had a list of people I want to talk to. And it's always been you because to me, in my mind, I see you as an inventor, like you actually (gasps) thought up an idea and created it. I mean, so for the... so sweet. It's amazing. I mean, I don't think of it like that. (laughs) Yeah, to me, you're an you're an inventor. I mean, you like, I'm gonna get you to tell the story because I already know it. But I want to start off with asking you, have you always had an entrepreneurial spirit? throughout your life? No. So um, I was always looking at business owners as like this like epic, like how do you do that? Like yes. I just didn't didn't even know where to start. Like how, how like that's so cool. Who, how do you do that? Like how, I just didn't even, it was just a really like this like huge um, accomplishment to me is like looking at business owners and like the, not only like brave, like you're brave, but just the process of like how to go about it. And so, no, I am not. Um, I'm not a risk taker. I'm a huge rule follower. Um, So yeah, to answer your question. Well, that's so funny to me This for you to say you're not a risk taker. I think you've taken one of the biggest risks in what you've done. I mean, it's paid off tremendously. Uh, Well, it has, yeah. Yeah. And so are you from Corpus? I am. So I grew up in Cal Allen. Um, my parents, so as soon as I graduated high school, I got the heck out of Dodge. And then as the age old story goes, Corpus sucked me back. And, uh, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, we lived in Rockport. My husband and I moved back. My parents were old, are older. And um, we moved to Rockport. And so uh, after Hurricane Harvey, that our house I'm so so sorry. I'm so sorry. Because how long had you been back to the coastal bend before that went down? I don't know. Four or five, four years maybe. Okay. But I mean, that's like enough to like just start getting yourself like established and then boom. Yeah. So, and then, so now we live in Corpus, which we love. We never thought we would want to live in Corpus, but it's nice. Oh, absolutely. So, okay. (laughs) So, so when you were in Rockport, Did you already have the idea about wanting to start your own business? That's a great question. So I did. Um, I had my my daughter and I had already kind of laid the groundwork. I had registered my name. I had um, trademarked my name. I had registered with the state. I had registered federally. I had kind of already laid the groundwork. I had already started... um, reaching out to, to manufacturers to get my product manufactured. Um, I was wow. kind of already in the, in that like kind of phase of it. I, th- I think I already had my manufacturer 
and I had my mold was in process. That's and a then, long yes, it was because way away. I like or that's a lot of progress. That's huge. I had my samples and they were on my dining room table and I my husband had come back to the house and I was like, Can you try to find my samples? And he was like digging through Oh my god <laughs> the rubble to find he found them, they were fine. Wow. <laughs> so, so that's what we were at was at like the sample process and um, kind of building out what I wanted my clasp to, to be made out of. So I had a lot of that stuff. And then we, um, so yeah, so then we didn't have a house in anymore. So we were so fortunate. We had, we have the best friends and they had a house that we could stay in. And so we were there and I made my first order and it was delivered there and I had it all piled up. We didn't have any furniture. All we had was our dining room table. <laughs> And we had all, I had it all piled up in one of the rooms and that's where I was shipping from. <laughs> wow. That yeah, is it crazy. It is because. It's kind of dumb. I don't recommend it. No, that, that's <laughs> the third time I've heard you say that about yourself. And uh, I'm going to nix a that. It's time to be, uh, it worked out all right. Yes. But, you know, having an 18 month old and no home and. But still. Financial, like financial, like you don't know what's happening is kind of not smart. But, <laughs> but, and yet it was the right time for you. You know what I mean? That's I so interesting. Yeah, that's really interesting to me. Okay, so I'm going to back up even further. So, your daughter's born, and when did you, what were you doing at the time, work wise? I was a teacher. Okay. I was teaching eighth grade science. Um, and so it hit right at summer. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, my kids took the star test and then I worked for another week and then I was off. Mm -hmm. And, um, so it just hit right at the summer. And so she was a very difficult infant and she screamed all the time and she wouldn't take a bottle. She wouldn't take a fat passy. Oh, she wow. She's lovely now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh God. I yeah. was just super overwhelmed mm -hmm. and I needed well, I just had an idea, you know, I had an idea. I don't know if you want, if you want me to talk about that. I do. Now. I want you to talk about everything. <laughs> so I wanted, so in the 80s and probably 90s, there's a, uh, there's a, a company called Whiting and Davis. And they okay. make metal mesh purses. And I mean, they've been around since forever. Mm -hmm. They're super vintage. But they had this key ring and it was a bangle key ring and it had the me their metal mesh. But the, um, it was like, Firm. It was not, it was rigid and they had hearts and stuff. And I used to think the ladies that like had them were the fanciest ladies. Um, <laughs> I know, I know exactly what you mean. Well, see, I didn't know about those until I was reading on your backstory and I, I'm like, how did I miss these ever? And so I need to look them up, but I know what you mean about seeing ladies with a certain accessory and being like them, they're that, the, they're the like, ladies. Do you remember the like Vianetta commercials for like the fancy, like, yes, yes. <laughs> that are the height, the, the height of class. Like. <laughs> oh, being young again. That's so funny. But yeah, so I saw, I remember those, but they were firm. They were made out of metal. Um, and then also the keys didn't move on it like it was stationary mm -hmm. and so I was like well that's not gonna that's not what I want um I have a, a newborn um I wanted something flexible I wanted something um that I could clean easily and that I could easily just I have big hands and I wanted to be able I didn't want to have to like have it getting caught on my my knuckle bone whatever that is your eight oh your yes bone. yes um, and I just wanted to be able to do it with one hand while I was carrying her and all that jazz. And so I just couldn't find it. And, um, so I started 
trying to there at the time there was like one or two options out there but none of them ticked all the boxes Mm -hmm. and um so I was like well I wonder if I could make it wow and so but in my I'm like a DIY like I am like a DIYer like I want to make make it Mm -hmm. or I'm cheap is what I should say (laughs) finally I started looking into it like all the different materials I could use you know and I um quickly realized that was not going to be happening mm. and so then and why is that to, whenever you well, say that because it's silicon like silicone production is a very um it's a manufacturing process mm-hmm. and there's heat involved in special the mold like you have to get a mold made which is done in a machine shop wow man this is it's all this intensive and even still in the manufacturing process it's still kind of a big process and it's expensive um, and so I realized that was not going to be happening. I wasn't going to be like pouring silicone in my like garage. Um, <laughs> I bet you could. I bet you could do it. <laughs> and so I started looking for something that I could make work. And so I was looking for gaskets. I was looking for, and it just, there was, there was nothing. And so I started reaching out to manufacturers and most of them just ignored me because I mean, I, I, I didn't want to go into debt. I didn't want to, this of was course. kind of a, uh, like a, you know, and so I started looking, no, you know, the, when you are manufacturing, there are minimums and there are, yeah, see, this is another, stuff like, I don't I have no idea right, about, I'm like, either. how do you even approach this? Like, who, so you who? look like an idiot to a lot of people is what you do. Ugh. You send emails and you're like, Oh, I have this idea. <laughs> and you start you don't get emails back or you get back an email that's like, our minimum is $200,000. And you're like, okay, thanks so much. Bye. Um, Yeah. You know, and. Which I imagine can probably be a little bit like disheartening, right? Because you're kind of like, Mm -hmm. no, I know this is possible. I know this is a good idea. And then you've started, you've sent so many emails. You don't realize like, you're like, did I, did I already email these people? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh man. So, and there's a whole language you have to learn based on your manufacturing. So like in silicone, there are like terms that are used to indicate firmness and, you know, there's food grade and non-food grade Mm -hmm. and there's just, there's a lot. And so, like you said, you just, you learn a little bit every time somebody responds to you. And then finally you can, so I was able to find somebody who I could meet their minimum and um, their mold fee wasn't, you know, fifty thousand dollars. Wow! And so I was like, "Well, I'm going to take a little, take a little, a little gamble here." And I started with eight colors in my original design. Mm-hmm. And it was scary. <laughs> uh, absolutely. So, okay, you finally come across somebody that is willing to help you out. I mean, so. Did they kind of guide you on what was next or did you have to literally just figure it all out? They were literally like, yes, we'll do it, but you need to come up with. Right. So like, so they kind of, so it's hard. So as far as like, I cannot meet the minimums for a U.S. manufacturer and any U.S. manufacturer that I can meet their minimums, they are, they're outsourcing overseas. Wow. And so, um, like I said, I got a lot of like you're you're not our person like we are for most of the u.s based manufacturers they only want to work with established businesses Mm -hmm. with huge order amounts Mm -hmm. um which is unfortunate i would love to have my manufacturing here of course so 
obviously, so my manufacturing is overseas, so there's a language barrier Mm -hmm. and not that big of one. They, (laughs) um, but not on my part, on their part, they, they've been really incredible. Um, there's a time barrier. So, you know, I send an email and then at midnight they're responding. Yes. Um, so there was a bit of guiding. There was a lot of, I have wasted a lot of money, um, trying to get, getting started and then having people say oh well this isn't going to work out no so wow yeah that's it it's like there's a lot of failure there's a lot of um of disappointment you know like you think you finally got it especially with our clasp that we designed um I think last November 2019 we released a clasp and um it was I mean it took me almost a year to get it through the the design production process, and I can't tell you how many how much I wasted just on people like, okay, we're gonna do the mold, blah 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 blah, and then oh, we have to make it bigger, or oh, this isn't gonna work, mm-hmm. or it's just it was very. There's a lot of setbacks, or yeah, you know, your product comes in and it's not what you expected it to be, yes. but they've already got your mold, so what you know what I mean? Yes. Wow. See, these are things. People have no idea about, you know, whenever they undertake this kind of thing. And that's what I think makes you really unique is you are literally manufacturing a product. Like it's, it's incredible. And so, I mean, what made you, I know you said that, you know, let me see if I can make this, but like, what made you decide like, oh no, I'm making this happen. I don't care how long it takes. This is going to happen. This is what I want. And I think people would really like it. So I, when I found a manufacturer that could that I could I had like three thousand dollars in seed money that I um and I was like that's where I'm starting and I didn't want I I mean I didn't want to um and we could I want to acknowledge my privilege I could afford to not get that to you know I wasn't going to not be able to feed my kid if I didn't get the three thousand dollars back right right Um, well and that's a wise investment you know what I mean like you only want to invest what you're okay with losing yeah, I was hoping I would be able to turn it over. But, you know, I gave myself, I was like, if I can turn it over in a year, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I had felt really low expectations. <laughs> um, but so I just kind of, once I found, once I had my design done, and the manufacturer did help me with that um, on my first, on my first uh, original design, it was a really simple design, mm-hmm. just a circle. But it did have my... Uh, my logo in it. And, um, once I found out that I could go forward with just that seed money, then I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to try it. God, that's so cool. I mean, it's one thing to start a business. It's an entirely, an entirely different thing to start a business where you are having to make something that doesn't exist yet. That's, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I feel like there's I, a lot I, more steps. Yeah. Yeah. Just, and that's what I would, I, I, I want, I want my customers to know that, you know, we're not just going to our manufacturer and saying, Hey, what do you have that's new today? Mm-hmm. You know, we're designing it. We're, we're really, it's a very involved process. It's not just like, okay, well I'll take number four from the catalog, which yes. I'm not saying anything. It's just different Yes, as a brand than, you know, somebody, uh, you know, other. Of course. Business. Right. And so, and that was actually my next question is because you said that there were a few options before you started Bangle and Babe, mm-hmm. but they weren't checking all the boxes. And so what, what was it that you specifically wanted in the product you made 
that wasn't in the other ones. Okay. So I wanted something that I could, that was, I wanted to be able to go in my pocket Mm -hmm. because I love that about it. I love that. I want Yeah. I wanted it to be able to go in my back pocket and not have to worry about like, is it too big or, you know, I wanted, so flexibility was important to me. Mm -hmm. Um, I wanted it to be easy to clean. Love Uh, that too. That's big. If you're toting around kids. And so I wanted to be able to take the clasp off and put it in the dishwasher or clean it with soap and water and not have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted for the clasp to be e- easily removable. And so that's one of the reasons that we switched or made our own clasp eventually um, was that that our we could take off the clasp really easily, but some of our customers couldn't. So mm-hmm. I wanted that to be like a quick thing yes. for, you know, a lot of husbands don't want to use it. And I wanted for that to be like a quick release. And I wanted it to be able to move on the bangle. I didn't want the keys stationary. Yes. No, I really like that. that I mean, just the, I feel like, you know, there's always a time probably when you're just out of high school, maybe you're in college and you're sitting around in a dorm room and you're brainstorming like, man, <laughs> what could I, what could I make? I can make something. I have an idea. What could it be? And you literally made it happen. Like it's, it's a thing. And you did it during That's the, <laughs> yeah. Cause I'm like, you know how many times I've sat around with my college roommates and we're having this discussion well, about you can do you can do it well but i mean and that's what i want people to hear right it's like if you have an idea i mean it's going to involve some legwork like you had said but it is totally doable um if you have the mindset to do it you know and if you stick with what you you really want with what you really believe which i can tell that you did um so how did you come up with the name bangle and babe i just love it okay so i you know like i said i had my daughter and it and originally i was thinking okay this could be like um something that she could, you know, like it could be a two thing or something. Um, and I was, and then I, I, like I said, I'm a rule follower. Mm-hmm. I started looking into insurance and anytime you have a toy or a child involved in any way, shape or form, there are so many, you know, not only is your insurance and crazy expensive, but you also have to get testing done. You can't yeah. just like make a toy and be like, okay, it's done. Yep. You have to get, tons of testing done and so that was like when we still were in Rockport Mm -hmm. but I had already kind of like I liked the name and so the babes shifted to the babe wearing it I love it I really do (laughs) well also the fact that it's made of food grade silicone is really a nice touch because it's like yeah you know a a kid's gonna inevitably grab it and like put it in their mouths and it's not the end of the world kind of thing well a kid yeah your kid is always gonna be chewing on mom's keys that's just like any mom is like here i don't have a toy um but now we have a disclaimer that that we yes (laughs) it's made with small parts and it is not a chew toy yes (laughs) on every single post because i went to your website Mm -hmm. and looked at everything and um yeah y'all make it very clear this is not this is not a toy (laughs) it has small parts you know always be mindful of your kid which i love because it's like let's not lose focus here right (laughs) yeah that i thought that was a a really really nice touch and so okay so you started off your original with eight colors was that the fun part picking the colors i mean is it like you have literally every shade to choose from how did you do that okay so when you start off um so my manufacturer has some colors i could pick from and that's and within that i could keep my minimums kind of low um so but it was so hard i had no exposure to 
trends. I had no exposure to customer desires. I had nothing. Oh my um, gosh. I didn't even consider any of that. Yeah. So um, I really didn't know. I, I went with um, some kind of, you know, fun designs and some of them didn't sell at all. And I had, they got retired. Mm. <laughs> That's, you know, um, but I just kind of went with like neutrals and then some fun, bright colors. And I hoped for the best. Now, <laughs> um, now I can do because of my minimums, I can do custom colors. I can do basically any color I want. My minimum's a little higher, but that's fine. Mm -hmm. um, as you can see, I'm sorry, y'all can't see. Yeah, y'all can't see, but there's <laughs> a bunch of beautiful, beautiful um, bangles in the background. Um, so I can now at the beginning. No, I picked eight colors because that's that was kind of like where I could order the least of each color and still hit my minimum. Mm -hmm. It was like the sweet spot. Nice. That yeah, because there are so many colors. Because I'm like I'm already eyeballing them and wanting. You know what I mean? I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, how do I pick my color? And then, of course, for my friends, too, right, who um, I feel they need one. So that's something that's, like, in the back of my mind because all the colors are so beautiful. And how do you pick between the styles? Because now there are three right. styles. Three? There's four now. Four styles. Wait, so there's – hold on. Yeah. Let, let me see if I remember. There's uh, original, there's the twisted, there's the bamboo, uh -huh. and there's the bubble. Yeah. Okay, okay. So we just released Bubble, and then there's yes. four clasp colors, too. Yes, that so, was cool. I didn't know that. I know. Wow. Sometimes people are like, there's too many options. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, okay, when did you decide that, you know what, I'm going to expand the styles rather than just offering the original? And how did you come up with them? Okay, good question. So Bamboo actually I was love bamboo. my original idea okay but i thought it was too polarizing to start with so mm -hmm. what i wanted to do was build a brand um build my customer base with the original because really and truly there wasn't now they're everywhere yes at the time there wasn't that option yes and so i wanted to build my base with the original and so bamboo was always my my first idea mm -hmm. and um so once i was able to I went, I, then I was like, okay, now I can release bamboo after I'd kind of like worked out my colors and stuff. Um, I maybe ordered two or three rounds of, um, the original design and I kind of had a, a, a decent brand built. Mm -hmm. Um, and so then I went with the, with the bamboo and I loved it, but we could only get it in one color because I toyed with changing my manufacturer mm -hmm. and my minimum was so high that I couldn't, that I could only it. do one color. What color? The mint. The mint. mint. Okay. The best seller in the original was always mint. Mm -hmm. So I did mint and, um, it sold pretty well. Mm -hmm. And then, um, so then we were able to add more colors into the bamboo. That's so. so awesome. I just, you know, you had, you have this idea and to see it come into fruition and, and exist and people are buying it and people are loving it. How does that feel? Oh, I don't know. I never thought about it like that. <laughs> well, now you have the chance to because it's like you had you had this idea and then executed it and now it's a living thing and people are rocking it all over. It is so exciting to see them out and about. Um, it, it, it's, I'm always, you know, and like I said, they're everywhere. So I'm always like, is it a bangle and babe? <laughs> <laughs> you need to just walk up to him. Excuse me. <laughs> the first time I was like, ah! and I like took a picture. Yes. It was very, 
exciting. Absolutely. To see something you created, you know, that, that to me is just, I, I don't, I can't even imagine what that must feel like, but for it's someone really, who or did like, it. You know, my friends, it'll be like in Dallas. They're like, I saw somebody with a bang. Like, you mean they were in Corpus? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's huge. Well, because, and I thought that this was really great, is that your product has been carried in at uh, about 800 stores throughout the United States. So basically, yes, yeah, so that's like all time. So it's yeah, probably right. 800 to 1,000 all time. Yeah. You know, the little, they'll order and then they, you know, they. That I kind of say that like we have an active three to 400. That's um, amazing. That I've, I would say like in the last four to five months ordered, yeah. you know. Yeah. But that's, Which is very exciting. Right. Okay, so I'm getting ahead of myself because it's just so exciting. So, okay, you get your first order. You are at your friend's house because Hurricane Harvey came through and did what Hurricane Harvey did. Right. And so at this point, did you have a website set up or were you just selling to friends? Or like, you know what I mean? How? how yeah. What was the process at this point? So basically my whole brand idea was I wanted people to, I didn't want people to think I was selling out of my house. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to like kind of um, instill a little bit more confidence in the brand. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had all of, I kind of, you know, I launched my website, I launched my Instagram. And obviously when you start, it's just your friends yes. finding you, yes. you know. <laughs> and, <Yeah>. um, <laughs> and so I had a, a website and it was as it was very, clean looking because I'm not a designer. Um, I wanted to keep it as simple as possible. Of course. Um, and so I had, you know, my white background pictures and I mean, looking back, it's a little bit, I mean, like, obviously it's not to my standards, but it was what I could do myself. Um, so yeah, I did. I started with, and you know, not a lot of people, I didn't share my idea with a lot of people Mm -hmm. because I was a little bit like, you're selling, wait, you're selling a keyring, and that's it. Like that's all you're gonna do. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> yeah. Any, well, any anybody who says that, like, come on. <laughs> like what? I uh, that that kind of uh, reaction is always like, that's your reaction. <laughs> mm, I don't like that. But so you have your website going, and so did you have the product in before you started taking orders, or was it as soon as that website was up? orders were coming through and then you know what I mean like how does that oh work? no I used to I would uh, so I had my I had everything set up when I launched like I had my product in I took I'd taken pictures um because I didn't know what I was getting you know what I mean I'd yeah. seen a picture on the internet like like my, I got it I got an email oh and you had hadn't had the physical actual I had my samples yes um so but I didn't know what colors I was getting I, I mean I'd, I'd chosen from like a tiny little swatch yes um on a computer screen yes and so I really didn't know I didn't know if this manufacturer was going to even deliver mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. like it was but there wasn't a whole lot of recourse had I had he not had yes they, aye, aye. that's you know what I mean had yes had I do like um so um it was really just kind of a waiting game. And so then when I got the product, I, I took pictures of it in my little like janky, uh, like picture Amazon photo box. <laughs> well, so what camera. did you think of the product when you, when you finally got it and you're like, okay, this is it. Like, what were your thoughts? I was on so it? excited. Okay. Um, now, but my class, it was like four parts that I had to make every one of them. Oh, so it, it was interesting. I mean, it wasn't challenging. It was, it was time consuming. Yes. Um, labor intensive. Um, yeah. So <laughs> a four it, there part was a class. Lot. 
first I just wanted, so I shopped, I did an Etsy and then I also have a website Excellent. at the very beginning. And I just wanted to sell one, a, like my goal was to sell one to two a week. Mm-hmm. That's where I started. Okay. And then I was like, okay, my goal is to sell one a day. Um, so did you meet as soon as the order came in? I'm sure. Yeah. Cause I, I, okay, wait, uh, no, I'm like getting all excited. So did you, okay. When you had the goal of one or two a week, did that start happening like relatively quickly or did it take some time? It did. Um, Oh, that's a good question. Um, I would say within the first year I was, you know, selling one a day at least wow on Etsy, between my Etsy and my website mostly Etsy so Etsy really kind of was mm-hmm. I was able to 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 kind of meet that through Etsy yeah so would, would you say that Etsy was a good tool for you starting off oh absolutely I mean there's no downside to it there's you know they only charge you a few when you list and it's a very very small fee and then you know when when somebody buys from you so I don't think there's a I mean, there's rules and stuff, and I think it's great to be diversified and to not just put your, you know, that I had a website and Etsy, mm-hmm. but, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, that reminds me of my but, household when my kids home. <laughs> it was definitely good for, for, for my business. Wow. Okay. To and kind so, of bump things up when the website was down, Etsy was up. And so how, were people just finding you organically or was it kind of word of mouth or how did, do you know how that happened? Yeah, I guess it was Google. I I, I did do a lot of SEO. <gasps> Hello. Hi. <laughs> oh my um, gosh, she's so beautiful. Yeah, she she does belong to me. She doesn't look like me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um so I think through Etsy they did find I, I I did my research, if you will, and I very crudely included SEO in my website and mm-hmm. in my uh, Etsy and did everything I could to, um, kind of make sure I was in the results on Etsy when people searched for even things like lanyards and things like that, because they may not know that a bagel key ring is out there, you know? Yep. So that's smart. See, to me that this is, there's a couple of things you've mentioned tonight that really reflect a natural business savvy, like, like that. And then you said, uh, what was the other thing that you said? I'm drawing a blank right now. Oh, you wanted um, you wanted people, you didn't want people to know necessarily that you were making stuff out of your house because you wanted them <laughs> to like kind of, you know, believe in the brand, like like the you wanted the perception of the brand to be, you know, a strong one. And there was something sure. else. But have you always thought like that? Because I feel like that's what can make a successful business owner. And I'm not sure you can teach that kind of mindset when it to like really dissect a move and determine like, okay, what, what would probably be best for the brand? I guess I, that's a good question. I don't, I guess I kind of went from it from my perspective. Like if I went to this website and it's a brand I've never heard of and then I go and look at their, you know, at something it kind of looks like it's, you know, I felt, I felt like people were taking a risk when they bought from me because mm-hmm. I was so new. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to instill as much confidence as possible. And just because as a customer, that's kind of where I, if I didn't know them, they're just some Texas, you know, they're in Texas and I'm in wherever. Um, you know, I wanted people to feel confident when they gave me their money that they were going to get a bangle in the mail and it was going to be what they thought they were buying. Of course. Yeah. And that's, um, 
re- like a responsible way to be whenever you're selling a product. Because I mean, the quickest way to lose faith in anyone uh, or to have people lose faith in a business is to not pr- provide what you're selling. Right. And yeah. that's a lot something that you get a lot as a business owner is you realize that a lot of business owners don't follow through on what they're going to say or provide what they say they're going to or the service they're going to. And it's very, that's another challenge of owning a business is like finding other people who are also in it to make money and provide a service, you know, the service that they say they're going to. Yeah. The, yeah. Hold, holding up to the standard that you, that you have. Uh, Cause I, yeah. you've definitely done that. And so at what point did you realize like, okay, this is something that can be really substantial. When did that hit? Oh, that's a good question. So, um, 2019 was a great year for us. Um, it was like the trend had kind of taken off. There wasn't a lot of, um, other options out there. Yep. Um, it was just like great. And then 2020 hit, and, uh. but luckily I was in it early enough that, um, I had my brand, like I had, a base, yes. you know what I mean? And so I could ride that wave. Um, so I don't know, I would say, I don't like, I, I don't know if that I've gotten there yet. <laughs> oh, that's so interesting to hear you say that. Cause to me, I'm like, girl, for you to have been featured at some point in 800 plus stores throughout the country is huge. Cause like initially <laughs> were you thinking, okay, I'm just going to kind of be like coastal bend and like Texas, maybe like, what was your, what was your uh, so, goal as far as distribution when you were first starting out? When I first started this business, I didn't even know what wholesale was. Um, I didn't know how that worked. I and I, which is not wise on my part because I didn't. You have to build that into your pricing structure, and luckily, I had with unbeknownst to me uh, <laughs> that I could offer wholesale. Uh-huh. And so, my first. Um, some of my first accounts were here in one was is in Sinton mm-hmm. and I had just had somebody reach out to me that I had gone to school with and they were like, Hey, I would love to buy these from you from my store. And I was like, awesome. Now I have to go Google. How do I do that? Yeah. You know, what are the requirements? What do I need to do? What, what are they expecting as far as pricing? What are they expecting as far as? Yes. Yes. I just had no idea. So it was, it was, I had, um, I kind of fell into that part of it. So I didn't really have a goal if like you asked. Well, like, I, I guess like you just didn't of, anticipate it, huh? I just didn't even know it was an option because I wasn't, I wasn't from a retail background. Yes. I've never worked in, in retail in that capacity, you know? So I just didn't even consider it as an, as something to, to pursue, you know? Of so course. then I did realized that it could be a big part of my business and I did everything I could to learn about wholesale and what I needed to have in place in order to wholesale. Man. Yeah. That's a, and so your first wholesale opportunity was in Sinton. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Cause I feel like you, this, I mean, uh, applies or that applies isn't the right word appeals what your product appeals very much to uh like this community i feel any anybody who's a mom anybody who who you know is is just like doing their thing living day to day has has kids you know like i feel like it's 
it's optimal for especially this area. And so I think of like small town, like Calal and Sinton, that kind of thing um, with their little boutiques. And like, yes, uh-huh. your your product is perfect for it. And then, of course, you know, made in Corpus Christi, which is where I learned all about Bangle yes. and Babe. And I mean, Nikki is one yes. of my biggest supporter she's amazing yeah I would not be I wouldn't I wouldn't have the confidence to have done a lot make a lot of moves that I made without her oh my so. gosh I love hearing that because I'm all about like women supporting women and supporting local and everything and like yes I love seeing your bangles just front and center uh like in her shop and photo shoots and everything like that and so when was or do you remember who and what location was your first out-of-state wholesale buyer? Oh, geez. Um, it's okay if you don't remember who, but I what need state? To. Actually, I could look it up right now. <laughs> but no, I don't want to put you on the spot, but were you kind of like, whoa, okay. <laughs> no, I kind of know now. Um, <laughs> so let me see. That's a real, wow. I've seen, these are things I should know. Um, well, but like you said, you don't, you, I think you're literally just focusing on the business and growing the business. And I don't think you are taking the time to reflect on like, the whole process and how far you've come and what an amazing accomplishment this is. Because to me, obviously being held in a store period is huge, but to be in Corpus Christi, Texas and people out of state are rocking your stuff. That's amazing. It looks like it was in Maryland. Wow. Yeah. How cool is that? Like, yeah. And so we're, I mean, know if that's right let me check i mean even still the fact that somebody from maryland even inquired like how can i get your product i mean that shows that there really was a need for it yeah well and that's why i um so we all of our most of our wholesale accounts are really small you know boutiques they're locally owned Mm -hmm. by you know within whatever community they're in Mm -hmm. you know um they're they're they feel the small business struggle just as much as we do, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, most of ours are really small boutiques. They're, you know, they're trying to bring in hot new products. And so, um, yeah. So well, I think that that makes it even more special, you know, um, because like you said, th- these are locally owned boutiques who are probably catering to the locals in their community and they're bringing you in. Like that's, mm-hmm. that to me is just, well, and they're taking a risk because, you know, they're they're paying up front. They're mm. not paying, you know. And so they, when you order wholesale, your minimums are, are larger. Mm. And so they're taking a little bit of a risk. They're dumping money into a brand that, that, that may not be, especially at first, was not established, mm. you know. So it was a, a big honor that I, you know, and I always, I've always... Like I said, I always looked at business owners like, how did you do that? So every time me somebody too. buys from me, I'm like, how did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> because I still look at retail as, man, it's a t- it's a whole different ballgame. Yes, I, I agree. I mean, getting people to buy things, that's just something that my mind is like, I don't know. I'm, I'm the worst salesman ever. And it <laughs> always blows my mind. When, and knowing what your customers want mm-hmm. and remembering to reorder whenever and the amount of inventory they have to have yes. in order to, it's just, it's, I, I admire that. For sure. That. Well, and I love that you keep saying like business owners. I'm always like, how did you do that? Cause that's literally me all the time. Like, yeah. because there, because I mean, we didn't even get into the nitty gritty about the foundation you established. Like you had said, I mean, the molds and the DVA and the, you know, all that stuff. I mean, there's so much upfront 
work that needs to happen before you start selling anything. Um, Mm -hmm. But I mean, you managed to do it, you know, pretty flawlessly. And every business is different. And so that's what, you know, that's you, you look at it and you're like, man, how did you do that? Because really and truly I can tell you what I did, but that isn't necessarily what, you know, somebody else needed to do in order to be legit and legal and check all boxes. Yes, true. So what to you was the most challenging part of this whole endeavor? Um, (laughs) from beginning to end. Um, oh man. Um, dang, you you need to email me these questions. I know, I know. Well, no, you know what I think that this says about you is that you're not reflecting on the challenges. You're not like letting them take hold. You just kind of get past them. No, to me, to me, it's a good thing whenever you don't have like a list of challenges at the ready. You know what I mean? Because you don't have time to be held back by them. I think establishing my community of like who, like my designer, my person who's going to edit my photos, my um, copywriter, you know, all of that is establishing who is going to finding people that are willing to work with you and will take pride in their work and and deliver a quality product. That is a huge um, challenge. You go through a lot of people. I've been through several bookkeepers who just, you know, for one reason or another, we'd get certain and they'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not the right person for this. And I swear I'm not hard to work with. (laughs) Um, But, you know, just establishing your community that, you know, you can send them an email and they'll they'll respond and they'll, you know, that you know that you can trust them to provide quality work in a timely manner. That's and a, that takes big a long one. time. Yeah, that's a big one because you have to trust everybody you're working with because y'all, y'all are a mm-hmm. team. That That's a really, really good one because um, I think it could be easy to just kind of pick the first person that comes up. Oh, designer, cool, you're on. Oh, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, bookkeeper, you're on. But that's not necessarily the best for your business. Right. And really the only way to do it is to waste a lot of money. Yeah. Or not a lot, but, you know, <laughs> to, to try people out and, you know, get referrals mm-hmm. and... And you can do everything you can, but that still doesn't mean that it's going to be a great fit. Yes. But once you get find somebody, pay them what they're worth and and hold on to them. Okay. See, I love that. Thank you for saying that because yes, uh, that that that's important, right? You want it to be uh, a promising opportunity for everybody, and I I love that you're thinking that, uh, especially as a local business, right? Um, that's that's huge. Um, so we're going to flip the coin. What has been the most rewarding experience uh, associated with Bengal and Babe so far? Um, well, I put myself on payroll starting in January. So congratulations. I know. That's wow. A, I mean, so I've been, you know, it's been four years. I pay myself whenever I can, but yes. you know, my employees come first and I, you know, have to restock and again, coming from a place of privilege where I don't, it's not, you know, I can do this and take care of my daughter. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so now I'm on, which is just exciting. So that's awesome. Yes, because, you know, I think most people, myself included, toy with the idea of being a business owner at some point. And so you inevitably, when you start doing research, get into these articles about like what to expect. And one of them is don't expect to pay get paid. I think it said like, at least the first five years or something like that Mm -hmm. in the article I read. And so I am freaking stoked for you that you (laughs) are now on your payroll. That is 
fantastic uh and well done to you i mean thank you yeah look at all that work put in and now you're you know finally getting to reap some financial benefits from it that's amazing thank you yes absolutely i uh i'm in awe of anybody that can make an idea work in a way that pays them and really (laughs) me too (laughs) yes like that to me that's a superpower and um I say it any time to people who are running businesses, if um, you're making any sort of profit at all, you're, you're doing it right, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so does it surprise you sometimes when, you know, you order, you order a variety of styles and um, clasp colors and all that, what people find to be the most uh, yes. attractive or what, what people flock to? Yes. So I have, um, but you know, sometimes they order things that I'm like, Oh God, that sounds terrible. And then I look, I'm like, you know what? That's kind of cute. You know? Um, but yeah, so I have two assistants that, um, work with me and they're both, um, college students and they're they're so funny. They'll be like, look what somebody ordered and it'll be so cute. And then they'll be like, Oh my gosh, can you believe they ordered this? (laughs) Um, but Hey man, to each their own. And that's why we have so many options Options. you know? Yes. But yes, I'm always surprised. Yeah, because you said mint was the most popular at first. So what's the most Mm -hmm. popular style and color now? Oh, good question. So colors kind of stay consistent. Mm -hmm. Um, It's mint to stay pink, the bright pink, um, black and pearl are Mm -hmm. kind of like our like top sellers oh and deep neon pink we that's when we recently added. Yeah, and it's really popular. Um, most popular style that's a good question my assistants could probably answer this better than i can um bamboo is always popular Mm -hmm. um the bubble the new bubble has been super popular the bubble's cool i I love um i love it um it's one that we've been planning for a long time we had it planned before we did twist but um kind of put it on the back burner and the oatmeal in the bubble has been super popular interesting Um, yeah and it's kind of yeah, it's a real neutral, but you put a black clasp on it and it looks really kind of cool. And Okay, because I've know. really been wondering, like, I'm like, what do I want? What colors do it's, I want? Because I like this. It's okay. very like hashtag beige mom. You know what I mean? Like, it's, <laughs> uh, but I personally really love the bubble and the twist. I think the twist is really fun. Um, oh, you so. know what? That was my next question. I love that. Like, what what is your preference, right? Like, if you, if you were a... Uh, um, someone shopping and looking, what would oh, you pick? Oh, God, if I had to pick one to just shop, like if I had to pay money for it, I don't know what I would do. Um, <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, right now I'm carrying Bubble because I, well, it had come in and I wanted to test it out. You know, you just never know the, you know, how is it going to wear? How's the firmness going to be? Because um, that all can be affected by the manufacturing process. So we've yeah. gotten some shipments that are like super flexible and that's just not, you know, that's, we can't sell them. Yes. Um, okay. So y'all have to do like a QC whenever they come in. We touch every bangle. So oh, nothing, okay. when they come in, we buy, I mean, my manufacturer for my clasps and my bangles are separate. So, mm-hmm. um, and on it, and I just, uh, so when you order, we build the bangle. And so we try our very best to look at every bangle, make sure there's no imperfections, every class, make sure it works properly. Um, obviously, we're not perfect, yeah. but we will rectify any of course. imperfections. Yes, y'all, y'all are a small business. Like yeah. The fact that y'all put your hands on every single bangle to me is, is saying a lot. And yeah. every class. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, do it. The, uh, 
I mean, that, that in, in and of itself is a process. Um, so when you received your first order on Etsy, were you just over the moon about it? Oh, yeah, man. I would like, as soon as they'd come in, I would, I would pack them up, you know, and a lot of them were my friends. And I was, at the time, I would like take care to like, I would like wrap each one, um, you know, which we, we still try to make it fun, but we just can't wrap like we would like cut paper and have special stickers that would stamp and yes it's like wow a wow um and yeah. it was just you uh, at first right mm-hmm. yep it was just me um i i hired katie in 2019 february of 2019 and even since then she's like oh my gosh i can't believe how different it is <laughs> yeah because she's been there because like when did you when would you say bangle and babe what year was bangle and babe established um like october of 2017 Okay. So, so she, I was still, we had just moved in. Well, no, we hadn't just moved into this house, but we were, I was still like in like another room. I had like a, a like eight foot folding table and some shoe organizers with some like Dollar Tree organizer boxes <laughs> on it. And we would like pull and like I would, we would cut paper and like wrap each one and put a little sticker. Wow. It was, yeah. I think we had like 12 colors when she came in the original. So how many colors do you have now? Oh, um, two, let's see, probably like 200. No, that's how many options we have. 40, like 80-ish. Colors? Well, okay, so in design. design got it, got it, got color. it, got it. Okay, wow. Yeah. And so when did you decide to start expanding on that? Well, that's whenever you said that you could, you found like the sweet spot between like your minimums and your color options, right? On the color options? Yes. Yeah. So I, in my second order, um, I kind of went out a little bit and got some different, you know, added a few different ones. Um, I had a little money in the bank so I could like expand my order a little bit. Mm. And um, yeah, so some of those have stuck around. Some of them have not. Mm-hmm. Like for instance, we had a peach one for a little while that um, some people love, like three people loved and everybody else thought looked like not cute <laughs> <laughs> isn't that that interesting too because i'm sure like yeah. it's a really beautiful color but for whatever reason people are just kind of right. like no nah, i'm not feeling it and that's where it or comes like back our mango to... our poor mango doesn't get any love but it's a really pretty color <laughs> really <laughs> yeah I, that's so yeah. interesting i wonder why that is but like you said i mean it's hard to keep up with it is and you know people like want. it but when they it's funny how when in person people pick different colors than they do online yes i believe um, that so it's funny when you have people want all the options, but they don't want to necessarily buy them. Yes. <laughs> they just you want to know? know what it would look like. Uh-huh. I, I, I totally feel that. So what does your family and friends think about you having this very successful business where it started off with an idea for something you really wanted and now it's turned into this amazing <laughs> business? So, um... My dad, who has passed, but he so was, uh, thank you. He was, uh, he would always tell me, I can't believe people are buying them. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, dad. <laughs> Do people buy more than one? Yeah, dad, they'll, they'll, I have repeat customers. I, love I can't believe it. And I'm like, I know you've made that clear, dad. 
<laughs> that's such a dad thing um, to say oh my god such a dad thing to say i mean i love it but he was like but he was i just can't believe it i mean and he was like they're too durable and you nobody has to replace them ashley and i'm like well they if they want a new color they right can replace them. but they're too and also i don't want to be selling something that's not durable exactly I don't want- my product, my brand to be something that's not absolutely like, going to hold up. Yes. Um, but if, if, if the worst thing he can say about it is they're too durable, then you're doing something right. Exactly. Right. But you know, all my friends, I have the best friends. Um, they're all supportive. And honestly, this has the, my business has exposed, given me friends. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Of course. Um, when I first moved to Corpus, I really didn't have any, a whole lot of, of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Nikki and Wes really helped me be able to find like-minded people who were kind of in the same boat as me. Yes. Um, but you know, since then I've kind of, I, I, I have made friends, but, um, <laughs> my, my family could not be more supportive. They're not necessarily interested in Bengals, but they are very supportive and always, um, I mean, not that, you know, Bengals aren't exactly interesting. <laughs> well, I, but the, the fact that you, like, I mean, I just can't get over it. The fact that That's what people are like, you had an idea and did I'm it. Like, yes. <laughs> Bengals aren't necessarily my passion, but I do have a lot of pride in my business. <laughs> of course. Well, and you were passionate about an idea because you, you right, really yeah. felt a need for it. You know what I mean? Like you, that that is a an incredible quality to have is um when you recognize a need and then you create a solution that's tremendous so how does it feel raising a a daughter as a small business owner like do you feel a certain kind of pride there and showing her like look what's possible like as a woman yeah so um you know i uh she'll tell her teachers like, Oh, and she's like all about the bangle babe. And she'll be like, it's in the bangle room. And she does the TikToks with the girls. Oh, really? And yeah, she's, she's all about it. And so, um, I don't think she realizes any different, hopefully as she like gets older, obviously she's four, mm-hmm. going to be five. Um, she'll realize that, you know, that, I mean, this really has afforded me to be able to be more accessible to her. Yes. And, oh, I love um, that. and you know, it's, I hope she realizes that, you know, just because you don't understand how something works doesn't mean you can't figure it out. I love that. That's an amazing message because I think that that can deter people. Um, I know it's deterred me being like, I wouldn't know the first thing about that. So I'm just not going to even look at it. That's a big one. Thank you for that. Oh, I love that. Um, so what's next for Bangle and Babe? Because I mean, since you started, you've already expanded to four styles, tons of colors. What did you say? 200 options? Yeah, there's, well, when you do color yes, and class. Yes, yes, yes. Design so, options. Yeah, so what's, what's next for y'all? Are y'all just going to keep thinking of new ways to rock the Bangle? Yeah, hopefully. So we will have a new class color coming out soon. Um, okay. Yeah, and so, um... And then a new product soon, hopefully, too. So, we, you know, just kind of, and that's the thing is, like I said, you know, I had mentioned there's a lot of products out there now. Um, and as soon as we release one, it's available mm-hmm. somewhere. You know what I mean? And so being, you know, there's really not much we can do about that. But innovative, being innovative is kind of the kind of how you have to adapt. For sure. Well, I think you have that in the bag. I mean, from day one, I mean, um, 
like I said, you just, you put it out there and now you just keep expanding and expanding. And I have no doubt that you're going to keep, uh, selling these bangles and seeing people all over rocking them and, uh, helping people out who are juggling their kids and their keys and, and everything. And I, uh, I just think it's incredible. And I want to thank Aww. you so much for spending your Thursday evening talking to me and telling me your story. And I'm just in awe of you. And I can't wait Aww. to see what your business thank does you next. For- Thank you for listening. Yes. <laughs> Are you asking. kidding me? It, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Anybody who's doing what you're doing, people need to hear, you know, like you said, just because you don't understand something doesn't mean you can't figure it out. That's that's gold. So <laughs> thank you so much, Ashley. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Brittany. Appreciate it.